0: Oh, my God. Come on, man. It was your turn. You left me hanging here. I'm getting, I'm getting
1: all snuggly in my, in my hood. a sweatshirt in my hood because it's freezing here in, in Michigan. We got snow. I'm just going <laughs> to kick back and relax. You do all the work. i cold and tired,
0: and I don't want to do it. Third Shift presents The Imposter's Guide to
1: Gaming, your quick fix for gaming news. Now, here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Okay, fine. What's up, everybody? It's time for IG2G. It's episode 66. Son, we're here in the snow. 12 feet of snow in Michigan. So we're coming at your ear holes, like, frozen and frozy toasty My nose is all red. All that good stuff. I'm Matt. He's Eric. You know the drill. Today on IG2G... We got three things I really love. Two of them I can't talk about, but one thing I sure can. And Eric's going to talk about something in the releases. I don't even know what. And then in the topic today, we got something that's very near and dear to Eric's heart. And maybe a piece of it I'll talk about. I don't know. Who cares about this company and the dumb things they do? I don't know. Coming at you live right now in five, four, three, two, one, go. Number five. First up on the releases this week, we got the biggest release of the week. Well, why is it first, Matt? Well, because I can't really talk too much about it. But here we go. We got Death Stranding dropping for the PS4 on the 8th of November. Yes, a weird Friday release. What's up with that? Well, what's up with the whole game? It's all kind of weird and strange. I don't get it. Developed by Kojima Productions. Published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It's finally here. After how many years? Two, Two years? A year and a half? I don't even remember. Death Stranding is here, and the reason I can't talk too much about this game is I don't know that much about it. Why, Matt? What's wrong with you? Well, it's because I put myself into total media blackout on this one. As soon as the trailers started coming out, I think like the second or third ones, where stuff started getting like really freaky, and then people started going, oh, well, I think maybe, you know, here's here's my theory videos, here's this and that. And I went, you know what? If there's a mystery and there's weird stuff, I don't want to know about it until I see it in the game, and it's happening in front of my eyeballs, and I'm figuring it out, or the game is explaining it to me. So that's why I went into media blackout on this one. But, I mean, from, from what everyone says, everyone's figuring out things and knowing all these kind of things, and obviously all the reviews are out now. So if you really want to know the details, you can obviously go get them. But if you don't want to know the details, and you're, and you're a media blackout man like me, basically the only thing I knew about it going in is you play Sam Porter Bridges, and you are one of the last couriers. Like, you you carry stuff, and you take it to a place, and you get paid for it, and then you go pick up more stuff, and you take it to another place. And somehow, through events that I won't get into, because I didn't know it, but I mean, now I've played a few hours of it, so I'm starting to get some stuff. But through certain events, you are tasked with going across America and basically reconnecting towns and outposts and... Like uh, distribution centers that have all been cut off of the grid, you're you're kind of going across America to restore the grid, to connect people back together. Like the whole theme of the game is connections, like building connections and strengthening connections and reconnecting people who've been isolated. You you can kind of see the parallels to the modern age here, but I think that's kind of one of the big points of the game is kind of mirroring where things can go in this. Disparate, disconnected society that we live in But anyway, back to the actual game What are you doing? Well, you're taking missions, you're moving supplies You're visiting new areas and reconnecting them to the grid And there's also like All kinds of weird shit going on there's BTS. There's like otherworldly things you can only sort of half see, and what you really need to these strange creatures to be able to even see them, you gotta you gotta use this baby in a jar that'll tell you where they're at. I'm I'm cradling my baby in the jar right now, in case in case you hear like plastic noises. That's me cradling my own little BB. And even, even a few hours in, I'm not a hundred percent sure all what's going on, where the BTS came from, what's going on in this like. Weird post-apocalyptic world where you're trying to piece it back together. That's basically, the th- I mean, that's that's the game right there. How how you go about it all, I don't 100 percent know. What I do know is that this game is freaking gorgeous. I almost I almost I almost swore it had Danny have to beep it because it's that damn good looking. It looks amazing. It sounds amazing. So far, it plays really really well. I mean, it, it has you you can feel that metal gear solid 5 like movement system and like a uh, way of moving about things the the music so far is fantastic there's lots of points in the story where like you're doing something and the music swells up and you're getting like a grand vista it's really unique and gorgeous and beautiful like i said i'm only a few hours in and i'm starting to to get some things revealed to me so i'm not sure the whole grand oversweep of this so the other really cool thing about this game and it's 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 narrative thread of interconnectedness. Oh man, see what it did there. Is it is a single player game. You don't. You, there's no multiplayer, but there is an online aspect to it. But what's interesting is the only, the only part of it that's online is you know your courier. You're going around connecting depots and cities and all this stuff. But as you're going across the terrain, maybe you need to use some tools like. You know, there's a big cliff. You can use, like, a giant extendable ladder to go up the cliff. Once you use it, it actually stays there. And it's also marked, like, with your online handle. So other players can find this tool, this ladder, in the world that you've put there. And it'll say, you know, your name on it. And the only thing they can do to interact with that thing, other than use it, climb it, climb up and down it, is once you come upon this thing you can hit a like button and it'll like send some likes to that player and that it doesn't you can't interact in any other way like you know i'll be running around taking a delivery over to here and i see some people have put like you can put ladders like across rivers too and like here at a nice part in the river there's a ladder there and oh if it if i use it and it's helpful i'll throw a like that way or You can also put up like signs to warn people, like, oh, danger ahead, or time fall ahead, or, you know, BT's over there, or even just like helpful signs, like encouraging signs, like one that just says, oh, keep on keeping on. And it ups your stamina. And it's just the only way you can interact with people in this game, players or or otherwise, like for NPCs, is to send positive vibes their way via likes. It's kind of interesting, that, like, if you think about it on a deeper level, like, so many, so many experiences, whether it's, you know, being on Twitter or Facebook or, you know, if you're talking about video game-wise, so many experiences, you can either be negative or positive, like, in social media land, or your only interactions are negative ones of, like, shooting players and killing players in games. So it's kind of interesting to flip the script here. And even though you're solo and alone on this journey, you see other people and like the only thing they can do, you don't see other people. You see what other people have done. And the only things that they can do is help you out. The only thing you can do for other people is help them out. And the only interaction, like direct interaction you can have is to give give them positive vibes. So it's really I don't know it's weird and it's it's but it's interesting and I really really like it. And there's just there's just something about Death Stranding. You're not going to get anything like this. I mean, well, actually, you know what? There is an experience that's kind of like this. Maybe I'll talk about it on another IG2G. But the only way you can interact with people in this game is in positive ways. And I think that's really interesting and maybe kind of important that we have at least one you know at least one major release cuz the other thing i'm thinking about is a really really minor indie release in which you can only interact with people in positive ways and i you know if you take that message to heart that you know this it feels good it's 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 a good thing to and I you know you you see where i'm going with this you see where kojima's going with this and also but also on top of that there's this weird story about Creepy things that maybe dead or maybe not, and oily things and babies in jars and all kinds of craziness and cool stuff. I'm, you know, I'm just gonna grab my baby in the jar. He's gonna see me out of this release piece, and I'm just gonna say, go check out Death Stranding. If you don't know if it's for you, just just go watch some videos of it. But I was sold from the trailers, and then I had to like I said go into blackout so I could be surprised and find out things my own way and I'm really enjoying doing that so if you like weird stuff and exploring things and finding out stuff for yourself and solving not really solving mysteries but uncovering the the strangeness of things go check out Death Stranding I'm excited for it I love playing it it's just, it's weird and wild. It's, it's up my alley. And, and especially when you take into account the online part that Daddy may or may not have cut out of here. I don't know. But if she didn't, you know what I'm talking about. And if she did, go play it for yourself and find out and figure out what's, what, what's unique and cool about it. It's Death Stranding on the PS4. I'm having a blast. You should be having a blast with me. Number four.
0: The fourth game on tonight's agenda is Luigi's Mansion 3, developed by Next Level Games, published by Nintendo themselves. Of course, it came out October 31st for the Nintendo Switch, an action-adventure game. If you haven't played one or two, I would suggest you do so. Beautiful, fun little titles in which you play Mario's weird, estranged brother, Luigi, And of course, you go into these haunted houses, haunted hotels, etc., etc., and have all sorts of good times. And this particular one, you go into a hotel, you get invited, you and all your buddies, Mario, Princess Peach, Toads, etc., to have a great time. Well, guess what? You guessed it. You're not going to have a great time because you were lured in by Helen Gravely, who went ahead and released King Boo, and now they've set a trap for you here, sure enough... That's what they do. They capture all your friends. EGED comes to help you. Polterpup comes on in and they say, Hey, here's what you gotta do to save your buffs. You get your wonderful little vacuum out and you go in these beautiful, beautiful, Arenas, or I should say, set perspective areas in which you solve puzzles, find the ghosts on the level, shine your flashlight on them, stun them up, get your vacuum, suck them up, now you can slam them on the ground, weaken them up so you can get them contained. You can also use the vacuum for other things, like revealing secret doors, using ultraviolet lights, etc., and, on top of it all, with the new vacuum, you can do a new thing where you summon Guiji, who's a clone of yourself, but made out of goop. So while you're looking around these beautifully done rooms, working your way up to the different levels of the hotel, you can summon him out to get through spikes, through bars, things like that. Weird places that you couldn't go, Gooigi can go. And, of course, you can use him as a distraction. To get some booze from their little hidey cubby holes, that kind of thing. It requires you to really think, be clever in how you're going about the different levels to get the booze out of the portraits, out of their hiding spots, all the different areas. And then once you've got everything you need to get to the elevators, you go up. Guess what? There's boss fights, wonderful bosses, all the way up for you to take down. Most of them unique in the way that you gotta dispatch them, take care of them. What's not to like here? The lighting's great. The music's wonderful and fun, the colors, the graphics, all of it's very well done. It's one of those types of games that, while published by Nintendo, isn't developed, but it is the quality you'd expect from Nintendo. So overall, a very, very, very awesome title, something you should pick up if you have a Nintendo Switch and you got a Christmas list coming up, I recommend it. If you're looking for a great multiplayer time, you can play co-op in this game as well. You can go ahead and take the role of Guigi who has much less HP. However, as I said before, he can move through all the different things that Luigi cannot. So it's a good romp and great time for you and a friend. And then if you got lots of friends, you can just play Scarescraper or Scream Park. And one of them is based off of all of you working together to get up to the different levels. The other one's like a team match base, getting all the points, seeing who wins. One's Guigis, one's the characters, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's got everything you need, single player, co-op, and then multiplayer on different fronts. Don't miss out on this wonderful title, everybody. Check it out. Number three.
1: So next up on the releases this week, it's another game I can't talk too much about, although I actually did talk quite a bit about Death Stranding. But this one I can't talk about too much because I haven't played it yet. I'm going to play it, but I'm not ready to play it yet. Drop it on the 29th of October for PS4. It's Yakuza 4 Remastered, developed and published by Sega. You know! You know! Anytime there's a Yakuza game, I have to talk about it. On here, on Third Shift, I talk about PC ports. Oh boy, I love Yakuza. It's the greatest series. I'm I'm playing Yakuza 3 remastered live right now at twitch.tv slash third shift me. Well, not like not like live right now, but that's my current series. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, look, Yakuza 4 remastered. If you played Yakuza 4, this is it, but remastered, there you go. That's happy happy birthday. You you won. That's the end. But no, that's not it. In case you never played it, I mean, you, you're kind of going to be dropped into the middle of Yakuza's story, so maybe you, yeah, maybe just play just maybe just maybe play the whole series like me. Just just do it. But if you don't know anything about Yakuza 4, this is the one where they introduced multiple playable characters. You've got Kiryu, of course. How could you not have Kiryu? You've also got Akiyama the Lone Shark. you got Sayajima, who was recently released from prison. And you've got, I think he's a detective... Yeah, he's got to be a detective because he's a cop of some sort. You've got Tanemura, So you have all you have four different main characters. They each have their own arcs and stories that they go through. The one thing I've heard about this game is kind of a negative, is that the story's kind of disjointed, but when you have four protagonists, it's just going to be that way. You know, y- Typically in the Axis stories, you have one big, beautiful, overarching narrative, and since Kiryu is super involved in every aspect of it, it's very... Coherent, unless you take five hours to do sub stories like I always do, but it's very coherent and it's it, it's all you know, it's all his story. Now you got three other characters in there, so it's going to be a little you know maybe a little higgledy piggledy, a little bit of candy wampus, but I mean it still is Yaka's story. What what I have heard that I that I am kind of interested in is the fact that you know since you have so many different characters, their story arcs kind of take on different. Different vibes, because you have a detective, so you're you're doing a lot of police related stuff. You have, you know, a loan shark, so you're maybe you're not diving into the whole overarching story or conspiracy or whatever right away. So having these diverse characters take diverse paths into the story is what I'm excited to see. Because obviously, like I said, I've played through all the other ones and it's always just been Kiryu and maybe Majima. But that's, you know, one and two have you could weave one and two characters into a story really well, but four? I'm interested to see what happens with that. The other cool thing, since you do have four characters, they all have different fighting styles. Like uh, I know, well, obviously Kiryu, we know who we know how Kiryu fights. I've heard Akiyama is kind of more of like, like a high flyer, a fast mover, a fast kicker, and Saijima is like a big old brawler type dude. So I'm excited to get my hands on that as well. But other than that, there's not a whole lot of you know improvements this is like Yakuza 3 remastered it's not a remake it's just making the PS3 game look and run as well as it can on the PS4 which i mean i think Yakuza 3 remastered looks great like it looks a little stiff but everything else looks fantastic the graphics look good sounds good the other thing they've done is they kind of did a relocalization on 4 i don't think it had as much cut content as 3 that needed to be put back in but they said to kind of smooth over the rough edges They've gone in and patched up the localization For this one too So, hey, it's Yakuza I'm going to love it You should love it too Just get Yakuza 4 Remastered Get the whole collection And then do what I did, double dip Because there's a physical release coming out as well So buy the buy the download only one Which is out right now And then also get the physical one Play Yakuza with me I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand on the rooftop And just shout that everybody should be playing Yakuza You should be playing it too Get it Yakuza 4 Remastered. Number 2.
0: This episode's second release is New Super Lucky Tale for the Nintendo Switch. It came out November 8th, 2019, published and developed by Playful. This game came out a long time ago on the Xbox One X or whatever it was, and it kind of came and went, was forgotten a little bit, but I think it was a good game. I think it deserves better. And you know what? So did somebody out there because they went ahead and got it over to the Switch. It's been available since November 8th, as I mentioned. If you liked Jack and Dexter, if you liked Banjo Kazooie, if you liked Ukulele, if you liked Mario 64, uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, you know where I'm going with this, right? 3D platforming type games. You're going to like this game. Beautiful colors. Beautiful environments, fun, It is seems childish, but hey, you know what? Everybody needs to relax sometimes and have a good time. You play as Lucky, who is this awesome little fox man with neat little abilities. He can burrow in the ground, run, jump, twist, double jump, all that good stuff. And you got to go ahead and find the pages from your magic book and then visit the worlds this magic book's pages open up to you and then save the day. Because that's what you do in these types of games. So there you go. You start off. You're looking for these four clovers by getting the coins, by finding the, the lucky names. You know, similar to Donkey Kong. Finding the letters in lucky. That'll get you a clover. You know where I'm going. You know what to do. Very, 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 very standard in this type of thing. But done well. Alright. Like I said, it looks great. It sounds great. Nintendo Switch is a perfect place for this type of game allows you to play offline have some fun there are coins that you collect as you can imagine with those coins you can buy outfits to look all super cute and cuddly and do all the fun things platforming puzzle sections for you to figure out you guys know the drill it's a very cool looking title out there for you to grab up it's a shorter game so, if you're looking for you know hundreds of hours for your you know your money, you're not going to get it here. But if you want to go ahead and collect all the clovers throughout every single you know level you go to, then you'll get a little bit more out of it. But overall, if you just want a good time and have fun in an old-fashioned game, this title's for you.
1: Number one. Now, last upon the releases this week, it's a game that I could talk forever about. I couldn't talk too much about the other two. This one, I played the ever-loving crap out of. I loved every single second with it. Now it's getting a PC port. It's Red Dead Redemption 2. This dropped on the 5th of November. Developed and published by Rockstar Studios. You all know that. Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of my favorite games that I've played in quite a long time. It's a game that, when I think about it, I miss it. I miss me and my horse and my guns. I've talked about it before quite a few times, I think mostly on what you play in Third Shift, but I love being in that world and playing my version of Arthur Morgan, playing that character, interacting with just the people on the street, like saying hello and nodding to people as you're, you know, walking by on your horse. Something about being in that cowboy world, going from town to town. I mean, the story missions are great. And the the submissions are are pretty fun too, but just being in that world, that fully realized old west world, it's just something special. It just it just tugged tugged at you know my heartstrings, tugged at some part of me that was just I w- I wanted to spend more time as Arthur Morgan in that world. And it's just I don't know what else to say because the game game plays great, shooting feels fun and awesome, the, the graphics are amazing, the sound was outstanding. So what? What else can I? I mean, that's all like duh. Like everybody knows. Hey, it was a great game. Well, those are the things that make a great game. But what made it special to me is just making. Like I said, you can kind of mold that character any way you want. If you want to be a, you know, a, a heartless, you know, badass who's got like you know his, his wanda levels through the roof, and you want to go around robbing people, you can totally do that. If you want to be like a super polite, fancy. You know, top hat wearing cool guy who doesn't steal from anybody and tries to do the right thing in every scenario, and you know, tips his cap to the ladies as as you're walking by on the street. You can do that too. That's what I did. Or you know, you can make Arthur look however you want to look. You can make the horse look how you want him to look. You can use you can make your guns look however you want them to look, and use only certain guns in certain scenarios if you want. There's just. The, the game itself is fun. The story is fun. I love all the characters. I love what you do in the game. But just being in that world is what really stood out to me. The The world feels full and alive. And the amount of actions you can take and things you can do. The little sub-stories, like... For example, one I'm not sure I ever even talked about. You know, you can ri- you'd be riding around through the woods or something and find somebody who's got his leg stuck in a bear trap. Oh, man. Help him out. I mean, or you could just, like, shoot him and take his stuff. But if you help him out... As you're riding through town, some other day, some totally other day, randomly on the street, he'll be like, "Hey, brother, hey!" And he'll be sitting there, like, on a rocking chair on a porch with his his buddy next to him, He's like, "Hey, this is that guy who saved me from the bear trap. Hey, buddy, why don't you go on over to the shop there? I've, you know, I put in a custom order. Get anything you want from off the book. I tell the shopkeep it's on me." But to me, it's the little things about Red Dead Redemption, and it does all of those right. So if you didn't get a chance to play it on your PS4, your Xbox One, maybe your PC Master Race Jones, or maybe you just want to play it in the most gorgeous and beautiful way possible, get Red Dead Redemption 2 on your PC. But you might want to hold off for a little bit, because from what I've been hearing... There, there have been a bunch of crashes, you know, some stutters, some glitches here and there. So maybe hold off for a little bit. Maybe get it when it's on a little bit of a sale, you know, or or you know that some good patches are coming through. Because as as, as awesome as the game is, and as much fun as it is to be in that world, it won't be as fun if you're stuttering around and you know your game crashes to the desktop and all that stuff, which is weird because. <laughs> That's like the one note I had for this game. Underneath, you know, where I write my show notes, it says crashes and stuff. But when I think of Red Dead Redemption 2, I think of so many good times that even like knowing that this is the thing I have to talk about for the PC port, I it just it just whoosh. It's lost in the nostalgia and the wonderment of being Arthur Morgan and riding around with my top hat and my, my beautiful like green vest like suit coat thing on my horse Sam using my two pistols that I got from this cool gunfighter quest it just it just makes me smile i miss arthur morgan i miss being in that world if you want to have an experience like that go get yourself red dead redemption 2 whether it's on consoles or pc but the pc port is new and it's all shiny so they're going to iron out some of the bumps and when once that's done if indeed that does get done i guarantee you it's going to be an experience like no other Red Dead Redemption 2, get it on the PC. Or just get it on the consoles. Have a great time, too. Imposters
0: topic of the day. So what's happened, everybody? BlizzCon 2019 has come and gone. Before it came, everybody was like, oh, how's this one going to go? It's going to be a complete cluster, isn't it? Oh, Oh, my God. Ooh, yeah, Hong, Hong Kong, Kong forever, forever and we're Ooh. mad, we're angry, we're gonna push, we're gonna we're gonna show Blizzard what for, we're gonna do the thing. They better address us and mm-hmm. make things right. Well, guess what? The big dog himself he came out before it all started and said, Hey, you know that whole Hong Kong thing? Yeah, we didn't handle it quite right, but we're not changing anything we did. But moving forward, we're gonna be the good guys. So guess what? Don't worry, <laughs> and
1: and also you went. Hey, you know that not Hong Kong thing? Uh, we did a thing, and maybe stuff will happen. It was like yes. super vague, and just like <laughs> and you yeah. That's that's how we mm-hmm. do it in corporate America. We just go. We know recently there were some uproars, but maybe things will change, and maybe they won't.
0: We're <laughs> we're all That'll about showing, not telling. So in the future, you can mm-hmm. say that we're going to be good because we're going to show you we're good. And guess what, everybody? Here we go. <laughs>
1: and then, every- <laughs> and, then all- all- and then all the headlines and all the articles. Blizzard totally apologizes. Totally apologizes.
0: Like, but- going to make good on it all, Matt.
1: That's that. what they said at all, but hey, you know what? I, I-, I had to address the elephant in the room. There he is. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now I can address the BB in the room. Yeah, oh, the BB.
0: Part. You don't know about that, though. That's for another topic and another spot.
1: <laughs> I talked about it a little bit earlier.
0: Yes, you, did. Yes,
1: you oh, did. Spoiler alert.
0: Oh, man.
1: Spoiler alert for something people already heard. I don't know how that works. Yeah, anyway. It's
0: not. It's a post-spoiler alert. There you go, man. Yeah. So, yes, he came out, did his thing, left, and then they did the countdown and they got to 4 and they stopped and all of a sudden it was a crazy cool cinematic for Diablo 4 and everybody went insane. Everybody went nuts and everything was forgotten. The world Mm -hmm. moved on. The goldfish syndrome took effect. Yep. And here we go. BlizzCon happened. Games Mm -hmm. were announced. Things were announced. And we're going to go ahead and kind of go through them and talk a little bit about each and every one of them. And I figured we'd start with Diablo since that was the one they started with.
1: Cool. Now, I don't care about Diablo. I
0: know you don't. You don't care about none of these <laughs> games, man. You don't care about I me, mean, you should. You should. Hey, you're so hey, beautiful. man,
1: turn into a bear looked pretty fun. I, I will it. say, Di- the, the the gameplay looked cool. Mm-hmm. It's just not my style of game, you know.
0: Well, it could be though. You know what I mean? Just just killing baddies, drinking some beers. There's no stress involved. It's easy peasy. Mm-hmm. So you just clicking the buttons, clickety clack clackity clack. Things are exploding. It's so... It's true. Nothing to it. That's the beauty of Diablo. There's nothing mm. to it. You find the right build, the right gear, and you just push the buttons and shiny things fly around and you're like, hey, shiny. And then you do a little dance and you're happy and then you go to bed and you're like, wow.
1: I mean, I mean, that's true. I did. Like I've always said, I did do those things in Torchlight. This is this is my female Ranger just do drinking beers and just ha Oh, this is it the green shotgun? Yeah, boom boom boom. I right, found another shiny thing. do doo So See, I mean I, I get it. It's just not my like active primary type thing.
0: Yeah. It is coming to the PlayStation four. That is something That's they cool. mentioned. That it's gonna be for the consoles and of course PC duh. But yes. nothing for Switch yet. But I'm sure they'll get it there eventually and once they figure yeah. out how to do all the dumb downs, numb downs, all that good stuff.
1: It's just like Diablo three, like four hundred years down yeah, exactly. the line when, when they still haven't released the next one. I right, sure just put it on the switch too, it's fine, everything's great.
0: When they get that new elite version of the Switch that can actually handle a little bit more, something like that. Absolutely, yeah. So any of who's hey Diablo 4 was announced. They announced there'll be five classes to the game. They showed off three of them, which was the barbarian, the druid, and the sorceress. And of mm-hmm. course, I watched some gameplay for all three. The barbarian looks really fun, but he looks like your classic barbarian. You're all know, doing the ground mm-hmm. slams, the the, uh, the 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 rushes, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, the barbarian, you know, heavy axes, two wheel, two wheel hand wielding stuff sorceress was the exact same thing she's throwing out fireballs and casting lightning on the ground I was like okay that's that's sorceress cool fun mm-hmm. understand it it's the same as the sorceress always has been and then they went ahead and then brought in the druid now the druid hasn't been around since Diablo 2 of course and everybody okay. used to love the druid it was kind of well I shouldn't say everybody but a lot of people love the druid wasn't usually in, in any instance I remember the meta but it was mm-hmm. always a fun one to play with so yeah. we'll see how it goes this turnaround. But, of course, you can turn into a bear. And everything was, like, real smooth and just seamless. That's what I was liking about it. So you can yeah. go from, like, a werewolf clawing to right back into a human, swinging your mace and doing whatever, and then mm-hmm. right back into a bear, mauling people. It was I liked how that flow was going when I saw the gameplay for it.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. Because usually when you think of, like, I mean, even in, in WoW, when you went to bear and, and cat and stuff, didn't it, it took like a couple seconds. when You go uh, into your like your owl form and stuff. I like that it was just like bam, 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 and the whole the whole trailer. All the action was like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Like when I think of Diablo, I mean it is. It's never been like slow, like a you know like the original Dragon Age or anything. But everything looked fast and impactful and powerful and fun. When which is important, I think when you're just clicking your finger, and you, it could just be. You know, uh, yeah. slow hackings And And that's
0: Diablo 1 and 2 are known for being a lot slower. Diablo 3 is where they sped up a whole bunch and got okay. to be that really clicky-clack, real fast-paced action. So they wanted mm. to keep that, and they were talking yeah. about this, actually, and they were saying they wanted to keep that, but they wanted to go back to the uh, grittier, more just, you know, dirty, dark, dark world that 1 yeah. and 2 were. So you won't see any of the lush, lively colors and graphics that came with 3 it's all gone back to just really dark and ominous and, and bleak and just, you know, the world's bad and dead. That's, that's yeah. what Diablo's about. It's, just, it's about a bad thing and bad things and bad, 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 and not much good ever happens. In fact, no good in the story has really ever happened. All the main characters die or get eaten or become some other incarnate of evil. So, yeah, it's not a good world.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's just not, and they're going right back to that. They're going back to where nothing's going to be great, nothing's going to be good. Hallelujah! I'm excited. I do like that. <laughs> However, I gotta say, watching the gameplay, I was kind of. I know I'm know I'm gonna have fun, but it literally just looks like Diablo, mm-hmm. and this isn't necessarily... It's not bad. But the problem was there was all this talk about all these different iterations of Diablo they were going through before they finally landed on this one. There was talk mm-hmm. of change to like a first person thing. There was talk of this, talk of that, third person all the show, you know. And I was yeah. like, okay, I, oh man, I, we're, we're gonna change the dynamic of Diablo. Oh, this is crazy. We're we're gonna mix it all up.
1: And instead, you just went back to. Diablo. They just
0: went back to like Diablo, and I went. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fine, but oh, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, I thought we. Mm-hmm made it sound like something was changing here when it's literally just more Diablo. So I was like And I think
1: and I think that would be what would actually get me to be more excited about it cuz I mean, Diablo's fun. I've, I've had fun with Diablo, but it's just it's that top down moving around click 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 it clack clack clue or if you're on a console that just doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. you know. If it was some if it was something like, you know, third person like Smite or like I mean, even some kind of like first-person dungeon crawler thing, it would at least be fresh enough to be like, whoa, hey, what's this thing? i got to try it out because I've never tried Diablo like this before.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, what they did change though, Matt, and and I don't know if this is going to be good or bad, I'm still on the fence about it, is it's more open world. So there's going to be five distinct regions, like, you know, usually how Diablo does, desert and forest and this and that and whatever, so there's going to be five distinct regions, but it's Mm -hmm. open world in the sense that there's going to be other players in there, there's going to be You wandering from place to place with quests just happening, things going on. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be more alive. You know, there's going to be more interaction. Uh, There's going to be dungeons to find, and then with these dungeons later on, once you max level, you'll be able to find keys which can you can take to specific dungeons, and then up them to like a hard level, which gets you all the rare loot and does all the stuff you want to do. So they're changing that dynamic up a bit instead of just being like a regular old story, one area to the next to the next. It's going to be open world. With characters cool. interacting and going back and forth, and it's not just you there, and that's it. Mm. So you'll encounter other players while you're in the midst of a, you know, a quest doing your own thing. More like along the lines mm. of how World of Warcraft is a little bit, except yeah. for I think they, I don't remember what they, if they said it or if I forgot it, but there's only going to be a certain amount of players I think per like server per instance whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, so it's not going to be like just thousands of people everywhere. Mm. Obviously, that'd be kind of crappy, because then it'd be just like, wow, it used to be where you're standing there trying to farm some imps or do something, and you're waiting for thousands of people to to get away. Yeah. So, Mm. I thought that was neat. And, of course, they're adding uh, mounts so you can get around. Yeah, I saw that. That was cool. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. Because even in the older ones, it was tedious sometimes to just run across the the whole entire map going like this, Mm. yeah, up and down, trying to find the dungeon you needed, or just secrets in general. Whereas this time yeah. you'll be able to run, and since it's so much bigger, I think it was just kind of mandatory for him to do it. So it'll oh, be yeah, nice. definitely. And obviously, obviously, it's going to add another way to customize your character. More things mm-hmm. to find to get, you know, a skeletal horses or a flaming horse or or a bobcat that you ride around or whatever it is. And, uh, and of course, yeah, you go to the Blizzard store and up there's a Diablo mount for sale for five ninety nine.
1: Now as a you Druid, you're not just a cheetah; you're a rainbow cheetah. That's you right. You got all the special colors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, microtransactions. So Heck yeah. it's good for us, but on the same token, it just sounds like more ways they're going to be able to get some cash flow coming in from Diablo, which in the past True. hasn't been the case. Diablo has yeah, always been like you a single cell, right? And that's yeah. all it is. Hence why you don't see as much effort, I think, put into Diablo, is because it doesn't really get them a whole bunch of money. I think this way, in doing this and adding these little. Things that they could put microtransactions onto is going to be a great way for them to then hopefully invest more in Diablo and get more uh, DLCs, more content drops, which they promised. Because Diablo three, being you know the problem it was and the issues it had, they did the Reaper of Souls and then a uh, Necromancer uh, DLC where they dropped the character, and that was pretty. That's it. That's all they ever did in all these years of Diablo. And they said it was because they realized Diablo 3 didn't turn out the way they wanted to. There were so many issues in the early days of it. They kind of mm-hmm. just were like, it's a bust. You know, we got to make good on it. And that's why that's what Reaper of Souls did. It made the game awesome. So they mm-hmm. did that. But then they went, okay, let's just let it be and move on to make the next Diablo what we had dreamed Diablo was going to be.
1: As you see... It's been out for like a million years. How could you not at least do some more stuff to it? It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy.
0: It's, it, it's well, it sucked because I love Diablo, but you know I can only play through Reaper Souls and do that so many times. And then mm-hmm. they did the seasons, which was cool, but it's the same thing. You just every season you just start over, and they add a couple new yeah. sets to it, and then you just go find these new sets and see what the new meta is, and get that meta, and then you just mm-hmm. blow everything to smithereens. I didn't really see the point of doing it over and over and over. Did it for a couple yeah. seasons, and then I went, okay. I've done Diablo as much as you can do Diablo, unless you're mm-hmm. a younger individual who's got lots of time on their hands. So, you know, they, I, I hope. I just hope they find a way to keep the content drops larger and more frequent, so that it's mm-hmm. lively and fresh things to do instead of just. Hey, seasons and then occasional drops of new gear or something.
1: I feel like there's no way they couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's there's no reason there's no reason that they couldn't. So, if they just choose not to, well, that's that's the only thing. I mean, it's Blizzard. They can do whatever they want. They can want. do whatever they
0: want. If, yeah. Yeah. If, if the game's successful, I think for sure we'll see it.
1: I, and especially, like you said, if it becomes a revenue stream as opposed to just "hey, con- you know, you bought the game and then that's it," buy the DLC later. If it's buy the game and then buy the cool amount, buy the this, buy the that, buy the that, they'll be incentivized more to keep more people playing it because the more you play it, even if you, even if you have no intention to buy the rainbow-tailed cheat amount, if you see it, like for years and years as you're playing the game. Oh, look, it's on sale now for half price. Ah, sure, I'll get it. I've been looking at this forever. pa There you go.
0: Boom. couple bucks in Diablo Bank. They're making money. They're incentivized mm-hmm. to keep going with it. Everybody's happy. So, yeah. We'll see. But the graphics look great. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. That was looking really sharp, looking nice. Obviously, the better PC you have, the better it's going to look for you. Right. And the bad guy, I'm super stoked for. It's Lilith who was in Diablo 2, is in a lot of the lore, too, for Diablo. She is the daughter of Mephisto. She comes on in, and she's tired of the, the eternal war, blah, 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 blah. She's doing all sorts of things. Ends up having a bunch of Nephilim children. Then the other angels and demons realize the Nephilim children are too powerful, so they want to slaughter them all. Lilith, obviously their mother, doesn't like that. She starts killing everything and everyone. She gets real brutal and crazy about it. Gets banned into the void, comes back, helps Nephilim again, gets banned again. And then, in the cinematic, you see her, once again, getting summoned out of that void to do who knows what, because Lilith is a chaotic being. She's a demon, obviously, but she's not necessarily evil like Diablo, Bale, and Mephisto himself are. She thinks their way of doing things was stupid and wants to do it things a different way so it's like it's a good bad guy because it's not that boring i'm evil destroy everything I, you don't know what her motives are so she and obviously if we are end up playing nephilim and this one what's that mean for us is she gonna try to kill us eventually or is she only gonna try to kill us because we're doing something against her or is she gonna try to help us and there's a bad guy we don't know about you know and then it turns out who knows i don't know who knows I'm just excited because it's actually not just your typical Diablo's loose. He did it again. That that old silly Diablo, how'd he get loose? Crazy him. He's out there killing things. Will Diablo be back? Probably, because they have a piece of artwork with her holding Diablo's skull. So it's like, well, the odds are something's going to happen with Diablo. This is a Diablo game. It makes sense.
1: Yeah, I just want to kill a character named Lilith, because I couldn't kill Lilith in Borderlands 3. Oh,
0: jeez. Oh, Pete's. God. Dang it, Matt. Hates you, man. Shut <laughs> up about Lilith.
1: She's crazy. She's a traitor. That's it. That's all there is.
0: Oh, well, this one probably will be too. So you won't be disappointed, Matt.
1: There we go. Character's There's so name much is bad news.
0: <laughs> There's so much more. But if you want to know finer details, get in there and check it out. I'm not going to go through every single thing for you guys. Treasure Goblins are coming back though. And that is amazing because those were probably the best thing Diablo 3 ever did. So there you go. Overwatch 2 got announced. Holy gee, everybody lost their flipping minds. They had this mm. crazy long cinematic in which... Which,
1: you know, which was... which. Don't don't breeze over that. That was amazing. That was awesome.
0: No, I mean, we played,
1: we played a lot of Overwatch. So it just... I mean, it just felt... I don't know. I'm not going to say I got emotional over it. But it felt cool to see the characters. Like, everyone knows the relationships of the characters. But you don't get to see it ever. You're playing a game. Everyone's just running around being stupid. So I liked... I. I liked and what I hope to see more out of Overwatch 2, and we'll get into that in a minute, is more of the character interactions and character moments. And, you know, when you're doing the thing, we're going to talk about, like, learning more about characters and what they think of each other and stuff. Because otherwise, they're just interchangeable characters with different abilities. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's what they have been. I mean, that has been Overwatch's whole shtick. Is, hey, we're this guy, this world's so lush and vibrant and crazy and cool. And it's like, no, it's not. It's just a bunch of. Lively hmm. characters with no story whatsoever to them, really.
1: I mean, like, it, it's lush and crazy and cool in their cool cinematics. Yeah. But then when you play the game, it's... Shoot that guy! Okay. Yeah. Oh, Tracer, why are you shooting Winston? Aren't you buddies? Yeah, but it's a game. Who cares? Exactly. Oh, okay. So,
0: it got announced, and then they went, hey, everybody, as Matt alluded to, you're going to be playing... Not just the standard PvP you can play in 1, you play obviously in 2 as well, but we got story and hero missions coming. That's right everybody, we got a campaign of sorts for you to play in Overwatch 2. Oh my gosh, you get to be heroes and villains and see all the, the characters interacting with one another and maybe actually learn some lore around this game and what's going on in a cohesive, coherent, you know, linear fashion of sorts, I guess.
1: Now, i mean i I will say I teased it earlier i'm I'm excited for it just because it will actually make maybe flesh out the world and make it more interesting to play as you know to play as this character and to to know that these two are a team or especially well oh, man especially because the other thing that's cool and happening in the new hero missions and story modes is you can actually build up your character uh-huh. like if you play as tracer you're gonna be le- able to level tracer up and get unique skills only available in the hero mode. But since we're just talking about heroes and teams and stories and these characters are a unit, how cool would it be if Tracer has skills that synergize well with Winston or Mei or, you know, Hanzo and Genji, like things that would accentuate each other or line up certain things to help other characters get somewhere...
0: You know, showcasing stuff in the little cinematic where, you know, she took a bomb off of there, put it on the May's backpack, then Tracer went ahead and teleported in, boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh, yeah, like you said, using abilities to help one another to make bigger, badder attacks to take down Mm -hmm. larger, crazier enemies.
1: Like, how cool would that be to have, like, oh, if you level up May enough that, like, projectiles can stick to her ice wall or something. Mm -hmm. So you wall the enemies off, thunk, throw the throw the plasma grenade on it or whatever and then it's oh synergistic abilities like that would be that'd be that'd be awesome. I don't know that I saw anything like that but why not do it if you're if you're enhancing story and character and all that stuff.
0: I mean either way having the helix for your characters to get you know alter their skills and make it unique and fun is a great idea. I'm surprised what's, no other companies ever done why,
1: that. Why would you say helix? Yeah, That's I it's just it's a so strange. Weird, term, right? I know. It, it's,
0: it's so weird that Blizzard had the crazy idea to like make these story missions and stuff. Is like wow. I mean, story Man, missions, like, hero ima- missions, ops missions. It's really neat.
1: Imagine if you had like a helix of abilities. You uh-huh. like, it'd be part of your DNA. You'd be like born to battle. Yeah, That's, you'd be born for battle.
0: Born for battle. Yeah, you were made to battle and stuff. That'd be mm. wow. Huh. That'd be pretty neat. That would be neat indeed. Hm. It's crazy that Blizzard thought of this, though. I'm I'm very excited. 100%
1: 100 (laughs) brand new from Blizzard. (laughs) Now, I will say, too, I'm I'm excited to see what they can do with this because I feel like they could do a lot of real cool stuff, cool story stuff. I mean, cool PvE missions are possible, but we haven't seen that yet. No. Like, all the PvE stuff they do for Overwatch 1 was just bland and boring, even their story-based ones. It was like... It was like a a third of an ops mission. Like, you ran through, you just shot things. Oh, there's a boss thing, and then it was over.
0: Mm hmm
1: Like, it was was empty and and totally soulless. So I hope they take all that good stuff from their cinematics and put that into these hero missions, because that's what it needs. Otherwise, it's going to be totally pointless.
0: And that's what I'm worried about, is because I don't know if Blizzard has the chops to do it. You know, if they ever looked at this other game... That was mm-hmm. did a thing. I hope they yeah. learn to have that kind of interaction, like you're talking about, and make yeah. it funny, unique, heartfelt, whatever. They, make you angry, whatever they want to do. Get the characters mm-hmm. involved, speaking to you, helping you, coming in. I don't understand why you would not ever just. The first thing in your mind would be, "Hey, I'm playing as this character. This story mission's got uh, uh, I don't a tracer in it. Okay." guess what, Tracer appears and actually comes in shooting, helping you, leaving jumping around, phase locking out of places doing whatever, while you're doing your thing Mm. that just makes sense, all the while talking to you, you know, interacting with you, going hey, hey, you know, hero, whatever they're going to call you, get over Mm. here, we need your help, da 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 da, and then you just feel like you're part of it and I, and I just don't know. I, I'm scared that they're just going to do the empty, like you said, void where you just run through and the robots, you know, dun, 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 dun.
1: I feel like that's probably what they're going to have to do because, I mean, we've talked about the, the lore and stories not really existing in Overwatch a lot. But if you're doing hero missions and, oh, Overwatch is going to this raid on Talon headquarters or whatever it is, you can't have Talon characters be in there. I feel like it's going to be the same setup as Junkenstein and Archives and whatever the other events are called, and where you'll it'll be. Yeah, here, here, here's your roster of six, so you'll have characters interacting all the way through, but it won't be like Winston. I need you to go do the thing because mm-hmm. Winston. It'll just be watch out, Winston. Oh my goodness! And whether you're Winston or CPU Winston or your friend's Winston, it won't be tailored to. Yeah, who's really there? You don't know probably
0: saying. have two or three of the team, a good guy team members or a bad guy, depending on whatever your mission you're doing, mm. not available. So that way, like you said, they can be the good guys interacting with you and helping you. Yeah, and then that way, no matter which of the six you choose, they weren't going to be in that mission anyway. So there won't be any kind mm. of weird. Winston, it's Winston. I'm Winston. You're Winston. hey <laughs> They'll just
1: have they'll just have like the like the barks from your characters. Oh, here's where. Your character says his line. This mm-hmm. is the Winston line. You're playing as Winston. Oh, ooh, 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 I like bananas. Uh, what and you know? Whatever. Peanut it is.
0: butter. Rawr.
1: Uh, so I'm I'm de- I'm definitely afraid of that. But there's no way they can't do it that way and have it at least be like really formulaic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still hope it's good. Like they have good character moments in there. But I'm afraid because you'll be choosing from six characters and. Well once Who again knows though which one it is.
0: Here's here's the good part about this, if they do this right, there's this other game that did something like this, and they had hundreds mm-hmm. hundreds of lines for yeah. each thing in each moment. So yeah. you could play that same thing over and over and over and you never knew which combination of said lines mm-hmm. you were gonna get. That's the way you keep it fresh for at least, you know, a good fifteen, twenty, thirty runs, and then yeah. of course obviously at that point it would start getting stale but that's how you do it. But if you do it where it's like super like regimented and focused and just this line and story, yeah, you're going to play it like four or five times and you're going to go, sweet.
1: I mean, you got to think though that, that other game that probably doesn't even exist that I've never even heard of that was made by a team that loved it. That was like living in that world and loved every single character and every single thing that those characters said and lived and breathed the lore of that whole universe I don't. I don't know that you can inject that in like a. Here's the second instance. Here, let's grab the syringe and shoot that in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they all. Maybe you know. Maybe all the the Overwatch team does live and breathe the lore, but hasn't had a chance to show it yet. Which is what I'm hoping. We'll I'm say, hoping they hey, can kaplan, do exactly what you said. They always say hey,
0: kaplan has got the magic touch. You know. We'll see.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I. I'm, I'm cautiously pessimistic on this yeah, one
0: exactly so am I so am I that's where I'm at with it and uh, you know kind of like what else they got they got the new game mode push coming mm-hmm. so that's also reminiscent of some crazy times and things that we've mm-hmm. seen but I may or, may or may haven't seen I don't know whatever you know
1: I mean I I will say I like the idea of that one mm-hmm. better than, you know, push the payload which nobody ever did. Yeah. At least this one is there's one payload and both teams have to do something with it. Mhm. Like if you if you just run around killing he's just going to push for whichever side it is. Like I feel like this is this is a little more like the objective is going to move and you're going to have to deal with it other than just hey, we're we're on push. Oh well, we'll just run and leave the payload alone. Yeah. It'll it'll the robot will push the thing.
0: Mhm. Well, we'll find out, I'm sure. We'll
1: see.
0: I want to see more gameplay on that one, hopefully Mm -hmm. soon. They got new heroes they're coming out with, one being the uh, Sojourn. I did not really check out much on Sojourn.
1: All I saw was like the the hero intro. I didn't really see anything Mm -hmm.
0: else. So I can't really speak too much of that. I'm kind of waiting to see what goes on. Uh, New maps. Mm -hmm. Uh, We already mentioned the PvP crossplay. They want to make sure that you can still play with everybody from Overwatch 1.
1: I don't think we actually mentioned it, but oh, really? yeah, they do have that. Huh. No, we, okay. we went straight into PvE.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I could have I said it. That's all right. Hey, everybody, now you know. Anybody playing <laughs> Overwatch 1, you'll be able to play with everybody playing Overwatch 2. You just won't mm. have all the extra goodies. So yeah. basically by purchasing, purchasing Overwatch 2, you get the uh, PvE stuff, you get the extra uh, cosmetics, emotes, all that good stuff. And I'm not sure mm. the characters, I think, will be playable from 1 and 2. I i think that's you, what you was said
1: ha- you have to yeah. otherwise
0: the meta starts getting messed up and that was the whole reason mm-hmm. why they continued to allow overwatch one players to play with overwatch two is because it's mm-hmm. their big esport and they don't want to start crossing the streams and messing things up so yep. stuff regarding pvp is still going to be inclusive for all overwatch one and overwatch two it's mm-hmm. just all the fancy stuff or two
1: and that's kind of the sticking point that I've been seeing a lot of people talk about. And, I mean, when you think about it, it is for me, too. Basically, w- what are you getting new if you're buying Overwatch 2 for 60 bucks, Whenever that comes out, well, you're getting story missions. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, are they on par with what we were just talking about? Because if they are, then sure, that's, that's an easy board. buy. Yeah. Are they not? Well, then why would I pay for an upgrade when I can just... You can play Overwatch 2, essentially, by still having Overwatch 1.
0: Yeah are they kind of like lame versions of... Uh, not lame versions, but versions of... What was that one Talon one you did? for? Uh, you remember that? Where you got Reaper in there, and you got to get to yeah, the yeah, ship yeah. or whatever. If they're like that, I'm not on board. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I need it to be way more immersive, way bigger, way more fun and interactive.
1: And and for what I... I was just watching a couple videos before we got on and did this. For The videos I saw of that it looked like at least it had bigger moments mm-hmm. than just, oh, you're just fighting a, a bullet spongy boss. Like there was, you went into certain areas and uncovered a thing and had to destroy like the big shield generator or gotcha. whatever. I feel like the the scenario itself is going to be better. But like you said, if it doesn't, if it's all the same thing, oh, I'll just run from point A to point B and shoot stuff along the way, that's definitely not, that ain't going to do it.
0: No. And that'll be the other point is how much is this thing going to cost? what are you getting besides just the PV, you know pve if anything they got cosmetics Mm -hmm. and stuff and the new maps but like i said all that's going to be for not the cosmetics but the pvp all stuff will be for one so i don't know Mm. it's definitely a wait and see when this happens so eh. and before i move on to the last big area i want to say i didn't mention diablo but i saved it for now hey matt when do when do these come out
1: no, let me just, uh, let me check my imaginary calendar and say ah. it comes out uh, so- someday. Someday. Sometime.
0: In the future. And yes. You know, see,
1: what's funny is <laughs> it, I looked, <laughs> I was Googling it, and I was like, hmm, and it said like from the, from the day of release, it was like, oh, Overwatch 2 coming soon. And I was like, no, but like two days after the fact, I saw an interview said, oh, Jeff Kaplan says it's nowhere even close to soon. Yeah. Like, Great, cool, awesome.
0: And that's where that's where this sucks is because it was the same for Diablo Four. They said this ain't mm. even Blizzard soon. Yeah, and Blizzard soon's already a year or two. So uh-huh. I'm like, okay, what? Do, I mean, we're looking at what three years then? Why yeah. would we talk about this? Why would we even mention this? You're pulling a Diablo Three all over mm. again, announcing your game, going look at get hype, and then three four years later it comes out. I'm like, I hate that. I hate it.
1: And what I extra don't get is why do you let why did they let people touch it? Like I was watching YouTube videos of people who were. Yeah. I mean, it looked like the the Borderlands thing. Like, hey, we brought in the streamers and they're streaming the game live. Why would you have somebody touch it if it's not going to be around for like three years. years? That makes zero sense to me whatsoever.
0: And that that was my big issue because when they were like, "It's playable on the floor," I went, "Oh, sweet, okay." They're at like the you know the rough beta beta stage, you know, closed like beta
1: pre-alpha type pre alpha yeah. pre
0: alpha yeah. or alpha. No, just years away still. We just made this one area for you to play because we had to make sure we were knocking your socks off Mm -hmm. to cover up for, obviously, shortcomings that they've had recently. Yeah. And the same with Overwatch. Hey, look at Overwatch 2. It's going to be so cool, but it's not coming. Probably till the launch of the next consoles. Hey, in a year and a half or so. Congratulations. Get in
1: here and touch it right now when there's... Nothing to – you can't even say that any of that's even finished or remotely what it's going to end up being. Mm -hmm.
0: So it it really left a bad taste in my mouth. I want to be excited for Blizzard games. I used to be a crazy Blizzard fanboy, loved everything about it and every game they had Mm -hmm. basically. But uh, I've kind of been just punched in the head and knocked away from them quite a bit recently and, you know (laughs) – And so now I'm I'm seeing this, and I'm just like, you don't even got anything coming for me. You're talking about what-ifs, maybes down the road. I'm kind of like, all right. All the excitement and the happiness from seeing said trailers, and they were beautiful cinematics, and both games looked gorgeous, but I'm like, they're not even here. Years around. I got so many games to play, so many things to do. Will I even be alive in a year and a half, two years? Probably not. (laughs) You know.
1: See, I think this to me would be the, you know, announce Diablo 4 is coming, show Overwatch 2 and say, hey, these are the plans to, you know, stretch it across Overwatch 1, and maybe have Overwatch 2 playable because it's Overwatch 1 again to Uh to at least some extent. But then I would have saved Diablo 4 for next year. Hey, remember when we talked about Diablo 4 and how we're going back to the dark, gritty, cool style? Now it's playable. Look, cool. Uh And then even if it is just the you know, the opening demo segment that you play through with three characters, then it's, oh, wow, cool, I, I've been so excited for Diablo 4, now I get to touch it. Instead of, it's Diablo 4 and touch it. Okay, cool, when can I do more of this? Never.
0: Years. Oh, okay,
1: uh, thanks.
0: Oh, boy, no, never mind, okay. Yeah. Let me just harbor this love for years with no sustenance and... And hopefully mm-hmm. keep it alive. And that's what happened for me with Diablo 3. My love died over the years of waiting for it. And then we got mm-hmm. it, and it was messed up. It wasn't what we thought We, you know, with all the years to make it. And then it just mm-hmm. broke your heart. And it took a lot of time to come back from that. When Honestly, I never fully did. I have never yeah. had the the love I had for Diablo 2 with Diablo 3. And then now you're doing the same thing, announcing this thing, and going, oh, it's years away. And I'm like, I'm just going to put you on a shelf and you know, when the day when you come out, if I got extra money, cool, I'll get it. All right, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, there you go. That, that sounds bleak and sad, but you know what? Hey, that's my gut feelings on the whole thing. Can't, I can't lie.
1: I mean, I said it already. The The, the cinematic for Overwatch 2, I mean, not a Diablo guy, the cinematic got me so hyped. I was like, yeah, I can't wait for this. This is going to be cool. And then it was, like you said, uh, not even close to ready. Oh, well... You get you gave me one little hoop of excitement to jump in, and then it is just bleak and nothingness. Like I'm glad I'm glad this isn't the only company that we follow and pay attention to or anything. Yeah, exactly. Ah, wow, that's
0: exactly it. Yeah, you'd be I'd be just mortified if that was because there's there's nothing mm. there, unless you're a World of Warcraft fan. Because
1: mm. <laughs> <Losers>. Shadowlands, geeks. <laughs>
0: geeks, geeks. But even this isn't like right around the corner corner. The Shadowlands, of course, they announced coming. They had another big old cinematic trailer for that one. They've got the Banshee Queen Sylvanas going in, wrecking shop with the uh, Lich King. And, of course, this awesome moment, she rips off his mask, and you totally think she's about to put it on and become the new Lich King based off the history she has with previous Lich King, Arthas. No, she rips that thing in half, opens up this huge dimensional portal, All sorts of old gods literally come in into the world. Oh my gosh, it's Armageddon! We got to go to the Shadowlands now. Do all sorts of things, battle all sorts of baddies. It's bananas. Looks fun. Looks great. I won't go into super detail, except to say they're going to do a level squish, which I'm I'm happy about. And that's where they take you know, I think you get to level 120 or whatever it is now. I don't remember. They're going to squish it all the way back down to 50, and then you work your way up to 60 in the Shadowlands. And that's awesome because it just gets to a point, and they've done this in the past, so this isn't the first time they've done it, but it gets to a point where your numbers are so high and, and your leveling so ridiculous, it just all seems silly. So they're crunching it all the way back down to be manageable and not banana lands where you're like, hey, what's my next level? Uh, 14750000 and, <laughs> and you're like, what? what well, this request gives you 700,000 points. It, it just didn't make sense.
1: So so well. Here's a here's a valid question. I think uh when you do the level squish, do they redo all the skill trees, or like you know cut out a lot of the the side nonsense, or is it just like hey, you're the same character, but now you're level sixty?
0: It depends on it depends on the race. They have redone your your skills on several different Mm -hmm. iterations and expansions. I -hmm. don't. They do have. Oh man. They got new, I think this time around they're just doing some new abilities. So they're swapping out some of the abilities, trying to mess with the meta a little bit and change out some of the skill sets that people weren't using on you know the different classes at all. Mm-hmm. And they're changing those out and, and, and changing numbers up, doing all that this time. I don't think they're like totally going, all right, whole new skill tree. The skill tree will now just be crunched down to where appropriately from 1 to 50 or 1 to 60, you're unlocking mm-hmm. those said skills. And that's pretty much it.
1: Okay, because when you initially said like level squish, I'm thinking like, oh, you just changed the number from 120 to 60, and your numbers from K damage to regular damage, but you still have like 175 skills to just pick, 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 pick. Oh yeah, so but since they, you play, if they revamp and like and clear out the gun... yeah, they did that, that previously
0: before you, after you left and stopped playing, they redid it big mm. time. Where there's like only five or six now, with three skills in each row, and you pick the one you want. So there's only like six choices or something like that throughout, instead of it being Mm -hmm. all the different trees and the different classes. And then when you pick whether you want to be the, like for mage, for example, frost, arcane, or fire, once Mm -hmm. you pick that, all of its skills that come with it are just there.
1: No, You're
0: just the mage, the frost mage now. You got frost mage spells. You no longer get to use fire mage spells or arcane mage spells. None of that's in there anymore. Boom, you're a frost mage, period. Yeah, whereas it used to be you could just divvy up and be all things. You had like fireballs and, and arcane blasts and this, and mm. you could do anything you wanted to do, which some people still want. And that's why they go to classic and play True. because they want that old school feel. But a lot of people, of course, are content with being a little more focused, it's a little mm. less choice, but the choice matters a little bit more.
1: I to say, a little less analysis paralysis of just, well, if this is AOE mm-hmm. for here and here and here, let me... Oh, well, should I pick this or that?
0: I don't know. So, yeah, they yeah, fixed exactly. that a while back. So this time around, All they're right. just tweaking it because there's some stuff that they didn't do right and people aren't touching it mm-hmm. and they don't like that. They want every choice on there to be like meaningful and legit, like something you could do and be awesome in a raid or PvP or whatever you're going for. Mm-hmm.
1: So Sounds I, like another company that we talk about a lot.
0: Yeah, oh, it's, man, some bananas. I don't know. Oh, yeah, geez. Mm-hmm. They got five new zones in the Shadowlands. Uh, obviously, the old gods already told you they're fighting all sorts of stuff. I won't go into detail, detail about it, but the coolest part about it is just seeing Sylvanas going here and wrecking and shop. I've been a Forsaken forever. And I'm all about Savannah's killing every other class, every other race. I don't care about nobody or nothing but the Forsaken. And so all these fools who are like, she's gone crazy and she doesn't care about anybody else. Yes. Perfect. Murder them all. Except for she's got something else up her sleeve. I think she's going to do the right thing in the end. I don't think they're going to do her wrong. But you never know. It's Blizzard. I don't know. I don't know. Will I get on Shadowlands and play, Matt? I don't know. Probably. Why wouldn't you probably I? Probably will. I probably will, because yeah. I just got problems. I can't stop. I can't ever stop forever.
1: It's got that little hook right in your lip, and just oh, I to go to the Oh, hang on! Hey, at oh.
0: least, at least it doesn't. Oh, is at least world Warcraft enjoy- Classic
1: Two coming out? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least it ain't a huge one. I get a, a light pole. You know, it's not like it used yeah, to yeah. be where I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't care about any of the games.
1: Woo wee! <laughs> they're, they're fishing for trout, not for marlin anymore. Exactly. Just, whoosh. Oh
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's the best. So with those three, they also talked about some other games, but you know, Hearthstone, uh, Warcraft, Reforged, Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, I don't think they really did anything with StarCraft that I remember seeing.
1: Didn't they they just dropped a didn't they drop like a casual uh like a, an auto battler mode for uh what's the other one? Heroes of the Storm, yeah. They they just did something yeah, special did for that. Yeah, they did something special for that. that.
0: Uh-huh. I didn't Cause, pay cause attention, Le- though
1: cuz they- I think League of Legends dropped oh gosh was like Team Fight Tactics which is their stripped down version of that so I think this was to compete with that. Uh-huh. I, I I didn't really look into it too much but I did see that. Yeah. If, uh, if Heroes of the Storm was too much for you this, the stripped down baby version of League of Legends they have another stripped down baby version of even the stripped down baby version. Have a great time. Just play League of Legends you chump. I don't play.
0: pay attention to Heroes of the Storm because they gave up on it. As an eSport, they just couldn't mm-hmm. contend with League and Dota, so they kind of went, okay, you, we're out.
1: I mean, it, when we played it, I enjoyed it, so I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm dogging on it. Mm-hmm. But you can't have the the easy version be an eSport. You yeah. can't do it.
0: You're, it's not going to happen when you got two really hardcore ones sitting right there. That's mm-hmm. what the real players are going to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I didn't pay attention to that one too much. Those three were the big, big ones that they came out shooting their guns off going nuts Mm -hmm. they did talk about Diablo Immortal a little bit because that kind of went quiet after last year but they made sure (laughs) they did it after they made sure they did it after they announced Diablo 4 and to Mm -hmm. be honest with you I don't really care I hate mobile games I'm not gonna lie so I don't they should have
1: just done it I would have I would have done it I would have trolled them hey look Diablo more Diablo Immortal what you guys
0: still don't have phones (laughs) because that was the whole point of having these three giant guns and two of them having no dates or announcements and even Shadowlands no. doesn't come out till next year so they did this no, to cover that's what you gotta up their do. bad when news
1: do. When everybody <laughs> hates you you have to make them hate you even more. You got to come out that's what slap them in the face. doesn't work out. <laughs> Have have the CEO come out and say we ain't apologizing for Jack. Shit. We hate Hong Kong. <laughs> also, Diablo Immortal, you sons of bitches. That's right. And everybody like, Rawr! and then they go, oh, but surprise, Overwatch two and Diablo four. And, and that's funny. Shadow, You're Shadow right. It's cool. They could have
0: done that, and then they still would have got all the money. So yeah. even even just slapping people in the face and then giving them that would have still got them the money. Mm-hmm. That's how big Blizzard still is, and it's yeah. just crazy to see that you know. It's happened a million times. It's not just Blizzard. It's not just, you know, the fans it's of every Blizzard. Big it's Every big of company any, with any, type, any good yeah. games that they have, good IPs, anytime mm-hmm. everybody's gotten upset and going, I'm not supporting them ever again, they sell bajillions. It, do, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't matter. Yep. So Blizzard should have <laughs> known that. And they probably did, hence why the non-apology apology. But mm-hmm. they didn't even need to do that, but, to be but honest. They d-
1: but they did do the back end. Hey, look, 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 yeah. look, look. look at all the look, great unicorns. things. That's
0: why you love yeah. us. And there you go. And I do love that stuff, but it's nowhere near mm. ready. So you know what, Blizzard? Great try. Great attempt. I love the cinematics. I like the the prospects. But get mm. out of here. Get out of here. This stuff's yeah. years away. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what? I got, loyal I got Persona Royal to play. I got freaking Persona 5 Scramble to play still. I got Last mm-hmm. of Us 2 coming. Pfft.
1: I got this. I got this BB yeah, to take care he's of. He's got
0: a BB to take care of in that Death Stranding game. What? You got nothing right now, Blizzard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You go home. You count those chickens and you make that game. Don't come out here trying to showcase all this stuff. Don't waste my time. Don't waste your own time. Get in there, and make those <laughs> games. I want to see it till it's ready. Get out.
1: La- last thing. Wouldn't this be the year to just not have BlizzCon? hey, look, oh, we got a lot of feedback from you guys. We got to, we got to really we gotta look at the kind of stuff and, we're doing. Yeah. And we got a lot of cool stuff we want to show you guys next year, so come on back. That'd be perfect.
0: And we realized us. And we then everybody who's
1: mad thinks feels like they won. Yeah, we did it. Look, we're we we going to make them, them rethink down. the thing. Mm-hmm. And instead, they went, look at the shiny jingle keys, and everyone forgot for the moment that they were mad at them. But then they remembered that the shiny jingle keys went away in a car and they drove off for three years
0: mm-hmm. I just think they were too scared of losing relevance you know
1: yeah, because
0: if they said hey we're going to buckle down come back next year uh, it's going to be quiet on the front we understand we did wrong and we want to atone for that by making better on our word and getting good games out to you and da, 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 you'll see it see you next year people would go oh there's nothing from Blizzard
1: but, okay. but they're Activision Blizzard they're still the biggest <clears throat> company in yeah. the whole world so
0: you'd still be excited when it came but you know I think they just you, you want to keep moment, your name they, there yeah. you always want somebody saying your name even if it's it's been said a million times even if it's negative if your name's true, true. out there being said you're making money mm-hmm. so I think that's all it's about just making now, money we're starting
1: a new, we're starting a new third shift segment called who do we Fucking hate today who do we hate we're just today gonna, we're gonna dog, dog on everybody dog so they're gonna have to talk about us and then we'll be that's relevant that's
0: right and we'll be relevant yes we did it we're gonna do it it's gonna be great heck yeah so that's our thoughts I do love Blizzard I know it doesn't sound like it probably but hey I do love him but hey get out of here y'all ain't got nothing for him this is ridiculous coming at me don't don't tease me I hate it that's it
1: just like Blizzard should have wrapped up and and gone home this year we're gonna wrap up the show right now Imposters Wrap Up so what did you guys think of BlizzCon this year do you or are you happy that they're there are you boycotting them forever do you wish they just take the ball and went home let us know. Let me know. Me specifically, personally. Or send a, send a letter to Eric the email at info at thirdshift.me. Tweet it at us at thirdshiftme. Or find us on Facebook under Third Shift.
0: Indeed, you can find us there. You can also find us over at that Patreon, trying to make them big bucks, treating it like a tip jar, trying to get that $1, $2, $3, $4, $5, $6, $7, or maybe the coveted $1 million, in which case, we'll open up, up a food line, and we're going to have a whole aisle dedicated to BBs, just like Matt has. Look at the little babies in a jar. Yeah, look
1: at them. with a baby Ooh, in a jar. It's so pretty, if y'all cool. can't see. It's so it neat.
0: And it lights up. All perfect. We're going to do that, too. We're also going to have an aisle dedicated to cold cocks, soon to be patented, don't you worry about it. We're going to have yusukois, oh, yeah, sushi, all sorts of good stuff. It's going to be exciting. That's right. But if you cannot throw us a buck or that million dollars, you can also support us by giving us the five-star ratings, the thumbs-up reviews, mailbag questions, all sorts of things, interacting with us on all sorts of platforms. Go over to Twitch, throw us that Prime subscription, or just real money, has whatever floats your boat. We appreciate anything and everything. helps keep the lights on over here and keeping us motivated, rocking it out, and having a great time.
1: Absolutely it does And of course This podcast drops every two weeks On Tuesday So we'll be back in your ear holes On the 26th of November For our very next episode And you can find that episode On iTunes, on Stitcher On Podbean, on Spotify And on YouTube and as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it.
0: Indeed we do, and we appreciate the five-star reviews, those five-star reviews, because it gets us higher than the rankings for you, and you'll see us, and it'll be great, and maybe life will be better for us. Maybe I can put food on the table and stuff. Maybe.
1: It'd be, it'd be nice if life was better.
0: It would be. You know? Would be lighter we've gotten a few okay we've gotten a few recently yeah, it, and that's
1: awesome you know it did it did put a smile on my face it did, it did. And, and it fed one of my back kids to a frown though but now the other one's
0: still hungry <laughs> help feed the other kid people <laughs> and until you all do that and until they're fed hey i got nothing else to say but don't forget to
1: don't save. Forget to save.